Never in the history of the world have the merchants of obscenity had available to them the modern facilities for disseminating this filth. Disseminating this filth. The onslaught of the communist masters of deceit. Bingo. Sluts. Inco. Comma. Sluts. Inco. Comma. Sluts. Inco. Comma. How's Brandon doing? He fell. He fell. Brandon fell in Rehoboth. In Rehoboth, one of my favorite trails. And it was honestly beautiful. I gotta say, he's got nice shoes. I don't know if you saw it, but he had some nice teal shoes in in the video. I did not notice the shoes, I'll admit. Were they like cycling specific shoes? I think so, or running shoes. I couldn't tell, but it was great. And he was going to his fan group and then just bonk, went down uh i'm bringing it up right now but i keep on take these these things off i got my foot caught all right guys see you that it those are some swanky shoes <laughs> Yeah, that was like black what, what messed him up was people cheering. Oh, he, oh, it got caught. Boom. It's the shoes that did it. He didn't do it. Yeah, the shoes got caught. Putin did it. If Putin can poison a soup, he can... Joe Biden he has He can a enchant a shoe. Yeah. <laughs> he was <laughs> doing orthodox magic. Putin, Putin used the sonic beam to give him Havana syndrome. Mm-hmm. Having but, a good time syndrome. He did look like he was having a good time until he fell yeah if you were cheering for him it was just a nice day to be out on the bike people are like great job for riding the bike he doesn't have to think about all the president stuff all the things he's doing as president he's in Rehoboth yeah yeah he's in Rehoboth uh, which is like way nicer than um Washington City Washington Merlin Ocean City, Maryland. It's like, no, you got to go north. You got to go Rehoboth. You got to go Fenwick. All right, that's where the fancy people go. Not the trash. It goes to Boardwalk. goes to Secrets. That's right. Shout out to Secrets. The uh, recently, I hear, trashy bar in Ocean City that's also like partially like in the surf. Uh, but I heard uh, they've recently redone it. But yeah, you can get drunk while waiting in the ocean. Yeah, I think he was at the Gordon Pond State Park, which is one that I have frequently biked down, and it's it's just beautiful. I, I recommend anyone that goes down. I might be wrong about where he was, but in my mind, that's where he is. Oh, shit. I didn't see this this morning what? about Bitcoin. That is real bad. <laughs> okay. How much for uh, it crashed it? below 18,000, and that's uh, fucking. Let me tell you, like 18 months ago, people were like, we're going to get, like, Bitcoin's going to be worth more than $50,000. Just going to up and up and up. And they got, like, 69,000. Nice. They got up there. But that's a bad crash. I just like how people act like, and I do want to emphasize my overall point when I'm critical of crypto um, is that you should be appreciating also how this shows you that other money isn't real, but it's like got these safety nets. (laughs) The way the market goes, people act like, who knows what beast will influence the market one way or the other? I just want to point out that everyone who immediately jumped on Oh, yeah, this is like that dot-com bubble Super Bowl year when they showed all the dot-com companies that foreclosed within a year was completely right to make that comparison. Yeah, like, like we had that the, episode. The, yeah, the knee-jerk immediate like comparison to that other Super Bowl, that was right. Um, yeah, it all kind of blew up within the year. Well, so, I, I did look it up. It was November of... 
last year when it hit 69,000. Um, nice. Yeah, nice. Uh, and people were crying because it crashed below 30, like Friday, 30,000. And now today it crashed below 20,000. And then, as you just mentioned, below 18,000. Or it was in the 18,000 range. Yeah, uh, people... Uh, that I don't like are unhappy. I Nick, do. Nick Mullen is walking around in a barrel with suspenders and no other clothes on, like one of those old timey, like I'm poor barrels that they. Yeah. Do. And now we gotta send him over a waterfall. <laughs> <laughs> Different kind of barrel, but right idea. Um, no, it's Nick. He's got the same kind of barrel. <laughs> yeah. Look in the cartoon dimension of my imagination. That's what's happening. I'm seeing Nick Mullen strapping on his suspenders and then immediately jumping, holding his nose over the waterfall. (laughs) I do like that when you go to the Niagara Falls, one of the great tourist attractions is where all the people went over the falls and survived or did not survive. That was like most of the tour. Oh, you mean on the bad side? Yeah. The American side? Yeah. Yeah, that... That's all you see on that side. Yeah. All the great shots of Niagara are all from the Canadian side. <laughs> and it's uh, it's quite hilarious to to sort of hit both. Um, if you ever drive up to Toronto, because you can pass right through Niagara, baby. I, yeah, I did that when I was seven or eight, nine. Went oh, to, yeah. Um, I went for Canada Day and then on the way back went to July 4th Day. July 4th day. Yeah. Oh, that's my favorite day. What day yeah. is it? It's a July 4th Steve, day. Not to we're, be confused. We're all buying how American you are. Not, not to be confused with July 4th. This is just July 4th day, yeah, the July day that 4th. celebrates July 4th. Yeah. The Canadians call it that. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas July 4th celebrates American independence, uh, July 4th day celebrates the concept of July 4th. <laughs> <laughs> Like the abstract notion of Uh, the fourth day in July. Yeah. Uh, Which, of course, is celebrated on Bastille Day. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Well, speaking of waterfalls and things falling, uh, crypto crash and then the market crashed. And now everybody's sad and talking about recession. So, hey, how's it going? Because the invisible hand of the market is choking. <laughs> I don't know. And it's we like, like it. It's like a literal ghost hand. He's like, you like you little bitches. And all of these people are like, we do, Donnie. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's just a freaky. This is my overall theory with all bad things. Is this like an unchecked kink? If you'll just see it this way, everyone. I think they they have a name for it. It's findom, findoming. No, no, no. Findoming is when a man of some means gets horny when he allows a pretty woman to take control of his finances or take from him while bullying him. Well, right, which is what my theory on Theranos was. Was it yeah. was a massive findom operation? <laughs> No, because no one yeah. is stupid enough to just like go like, oh, this teenager invented a fucking thing from Star Trek. They knew it was fake. Don't you know uh, how but magical what... evil white women are, Marlo? Yeah, no, that's just... Everyone will believe your bullshit. That's right, evil white ladies of America. That's what you've been learning. No, they, they knew. They yeah. knew it was nonsense, but they got their rocks off on being like publicly humiliated by like investing millions of dollars into a thing from Star Trek that a teenager made up. Uh, it would be so much more respectable if that were it, right? <laughs> it was a it was a combination uh, findom. You'd be like, okay, sir. it was a it was a combination right. findom and uh, humiliation kink. Yeah. No, what the kink I'm talking about is like all the finance bros, et cetera, are in a sort of like they have a sexual relationship with the free hand of the market. It is a corporeal ghost to them that they want to get dominated by. And every time it's mean, they just are like, no, you're so good. <laughs> you are the truth. Um, it's not a healthy 
BDSM scenario. So that's, I think if people would just realize that, we could get somewhere on, but I do think it's a way to look at it. None of this makes sense if we were dealing with our financial system and our society from a place of wanting to solve problems or etc. Everything's about uh, playing the big gambly game. Yeah. <laughs> and that's why all of the conceptions of a solution are essentially scams and gambles. And look, I hope people get lucky out there. That's all you can hope for is you'll be in on a scam and be one of the few lucky ones. Well, I think the uh, bit that I'm stealing, um, the other side of the Findom is Fingoth, where they're just cutting themselves with their money. <laughs> they enjoy watching themselves lose money as a self-punishment. Actually, I'm fascinated with Fendom. That's a thing people know about me. I'm very into the idea of some guy with money actually like getting his rocks off by like paying for some bitch's hair school or whatever, right? I'm like, I love it. And, and she gets to be like, yeah, fuck you, you fucking pig. Pay me. I love that idea. Guess what? The idea of it, beautiful. Yeah, well, so this is a thing clipping to... out Bonnie saying, pay me, you fucking pig. <laughs> yeah. And oh, yeah. With my cash app tag, please. <laughs> I am available for that. Uh, I will. I will be mean to you and ask you for money if you want that rich people. But guess what? That's not really a thing like that. All of these very outrageous, outrageous kind of situation scenarios or kinks. Most of the whatever exists to just hide the thick layer of schemes and scams under there, right? It's the same with the idea that everyone's paying all this money for feet picks, feet picks, da 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 feet picks. Look, <laughs> do you think the American leather industry would be alive today without the kink uh, <laughs> world? No, this is all getting paid by big leather. <laughs> big leather and big latex, and I'm allergic. But, um, um, I am. I had to get different eyelash glue before it was... I like the idea that if you're a um, poor person who's into, like, getting fin-dommed, you're just in an abusive relationship. (laughs) Yeah. Well, that's the thing. It's like, this is a kink that would only exist, you know, theoretically at a certain level of wealth that... (laughs) Yeah, literally, that... You know, work otherwise. Um, but that's a, because that's what makes like, it reversal nice. Reversal power dynamic. Yeah. That is. That's what makes the idea like nice to people. This idea that it it's like a mutually beneficial, right, right. Um, sort of thing. But uh, yeah, no, like what the predominance of people learning about Findom has created is just a bunch of people who like protect like I get messages all the time like oh like you're pretty hot like I want to be your sugar daddy I want to send you money but first because I use PayPal business you got to send me $30 (laughs) and I'm like sir get the fuck out of my inbox (laughs) like do you think I'm an idiot but these are the type of low-grade scams um you run into via any idea that there's any easy money out there in any context and um it's also the idea in general that uh, now that we're much more accepting of amateur sex work, you know, OnlyFans, OnlyFans, da, 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 da. You know, people act like, oh, yeah, if I was a hot girl, I could just fucking show my fucking armpit and make, like, fucking all my rent money. And it's like... What accent was... That was a deep uh, that was Baltimore. A, that was, yeah, general mid-Atlantic Baltimore. Yeah. Every shithead I do is pretty much some guy uh, I grew up with or overheard at some point in the... Mid-Atlantic area, so long-time listeners will notice. Uh, I, I I never do my Canadians like that. <laughs> it's, all, it's only <laughs> it's only the Baltimoreans. Um, but yeah, no, like you know, I see a lot of like shit online that's like just that same sentiment that just like I experience the the cool slice of like I don't get a ton of it anymore. I'm whatever, but definitely when I was younger, I got a lot of unsolicited. Things that were like, you're hot enough to like occupy the space in people's imaginations that like, um, you're getting things for free all the time. Uh, you're not hot enough for the free givers. Or if, yeah, like I know some extremely hot people. 
Oh my. I know people who've had uh, the outlier experience of a rich guy has flown them out, this and that place has taken them on shopping sprees. Uh, like, I, I know women who have been professionally hot of this caliber, first of all. There's not any level of hot that then blocks you off from sort of like weird harassment or attempts to take advantage of you. And then if you are a certain level of hot, people are like, yeah, you're a dumb bitch and you've only gotten anything you might have because you're this hot. And then, uh, of course, coupled with the inference that you're not really that hot, you stupid bitch. (laughs) All because somebody doesn't know how to feel about their dick getting hard about you. (laughs) Which is none of your business. Jordan Peterson. All right. Um, But that's, yeah, I don't know. That's most of... uh, the internet, that's mo- everyone's scamming all the time. I hate to tell you, there's no easy money out there like that. Everyone who's making money selling pictures of their butthole is working it. They've built something there. In their butthole. They, they built a selfie stick for their yeah. butthole. You got to create the interest. In, why Why your butthole, right? right like That's exactly. not something that... You- uh, it starts with linen, and it works itself up into a commodity. Then it's a butthole. Your butthole is a commodity. I am the walrus. Well, there's value, and then there's fixed value. I don't know. Capital volume one. of. I just feel like everything's a scam, guys. I dare someone listening to tell me one thing that isn't. (laughs) Please? (laughs) What is not American but having an entire economy built on scams? And then feeling guilty that you're not better at scamming. (sighs) Right? Anyway, I feel like earlier in this episode, someone said teal. So speaking of teal. (laughs) I did say teal, but yes, teal swan. Teal swan, yeah. Just watch the docu-series, The Deep End. This podcast episode is not sponsored by The Deep End. No, um, about the spiritual YouTuber. I haven't seen it or know anything Um, about it, so please. So, yeah. So, Steve, Teal Swan is a spiritual guru uh, who got really popular online. She's got a lot of YouTube videos. Um, I mean, I guess the crux of it is she both seems to seek out and is criticized for her comments to possibly suicidal people oh. and about suicide. So one of her things is the idea that uh, people who are feeling suicidal should really meditate on how it is an option. <laughs> and, you got to confront it in order and, to get through uh, it. Like, and, it's a, and she refers to it as a reset button. It, it reminds me of uh, like a Maury episode. You know, the whole idea of immersion when they throw people like who are afraid of pickles into a pit into a vat of pickles? Well, it's kind of just like... So she says a lot of things that people who deal specifically with uh, suicidal ideation and et cetera are like, not great. <laughs> not not the things necessarily... Uh, you know, you'd say uh, if you wanted to like lessen the probability that they would commit suicide. Yeah, yeah because because it, it, approaches, it approaches the idea that you'd want to commit suicide from a purely logical place or something and it's not how suicidal ideation often exists where it is just uh often your brain telling you to kill yourself over and over again (laughs) right uh which isn't the same also she does pull in i mean i just remember hearing this mentioned i don't i feel like not put too much stock in this but she does like provide some uh, sort of actual mechanical ideas about um, reincarnation as a way of sort of... Yeah, it does involve a degree of uh, believing in the immortality of the soul uh, and that you would reincarnate, but that it would be a restart, a refresh, or whatever. And that option is available to you. But what she wants to encourage you to do is her version of quote-unquote shadow work, which involves a lot of bringing up your trauma Mm. and sort of whatever. Perfect for people. So the other thing that's important to know about Teal Swan is that she is a person who says she 
recovered, suppressed memories of her own traumatic sexual abuse at the hands of a satanic... This is a woman who kind of uh, bills herself as sort of a self-help kind of thing, has a group that outsiders have called a cult. She vehemently denies such allegations, and it's this weird insular group that exists. I don't know where they are, but... Oh, okay. Well, I was, I was actually uh, not there yet. Um, oh, okay. I just I just figured, like, I, we're I talking about... Giving, I, I was trying to give the perspective of of how one would come across Teal Swan oh, okay, on okay. the internet okay, and what see, you would perceive of her. Because uh, the documentary, of course, does go into her inner circle. She does have a physical location in, I believe, Costa Rica, where uh, it's a spiritual center, and she has this community there. And among that community, she has this inner circle that is her top dogs of uh, her little organization. Now, on what level is it like Falun Gong telling their cancerous people to not take their cancer medication or people telling schizophrenics to not stop taking their schizophrenic medication because they're like well, I feel repressing like, their spirituality? As I mentioned, her specific thing is about people who are suicidal and she buys, that's the keyword she bids on for promoting her videos. So uh, then you are encouraged to delve deeper and deeper into the like work of that she's designed. Now, as I was stating before, her background is that she's a person who said she recovered suppressed memories of being abused in satanic ritualistic ways. She went as far as to say that a family member lured her out of her house when she was about 12 or maybe eight, where they brought her to a hollowed out porch and there was a corpse in there that they put her inside and sewed her up into. The other factor to know, which they did not go into terribly with the documentary, is that the therapist that helped Teal Swan access these suppressed memories is a therapist who was wildly discredited, an architect of the satanic panic of the past. She's literally one of the therapists who the preschool satanic panic incident where all the children said they were being flushed down demon toilets. She was one of the therapists who encouraged <laughs> the false memories and that's important to know. I do think Teal Swan 100% believes this to be true because she has a certain personality disorder <laughs> that I don't think she is, it's not a scheme or a cult in that idea of like, <laughs> I'm tricking all these people that people imagine. This is very much a woman who buys her own bullshit. And then when you see how she is with her inner circle, she's so deeply with in her own asshole. Yeah, that's the one thing is she, like, straight up, the simplest way to say is she has a messianic complex. Like, literally, in fact, yeah, that believes is, I, that she is uniquely positioned to serve a certain purpose that is fundamental to the saving of all mankind and that only she is able to do it and it is a greater plan that she is here like that she's basically said all of that and that is why she she's kind of like it might seem extreme but i need to ask these things of the people in my inner circle because i am this important and this famous. Right. People are out right. to get me. Yeah, no, like that that's a thing that very persecuted. I mean, she okay, I mean my comment coming across her through this documentary only was that she's someone who absolutely has beaten her borderline personality disorder and made it work for her. She like just has this level of manic confidence that turns into charisma look some of the smoothest skin you'll ever see and <laughs> and like she she is able to kind of just take the various swings of bpd and work them into basically a workable stalinist paranoia 
<laughs> um, yeah. that actually can operate and run an organization yeah. quite well. Yeah, the interesting aspect of this documentary is that the footage was taken over like a three-year period where they were staying at different points with Teal Swan's people at this location in Costa Rica. Um, she sounds like a very center. she sounds like a very California or um, like Northwest. That's who for sure she appeals to. Yeah. That's the aesthetic, like long henned hair, but kind of a very uh, flat affect, and it's sort of fascinating. But the she does do these seminars. The you know what I mean. They make money. Uh, oh God, yes. No, so they, they, she she controls a lot of assets. Like that's the aspect of like believes her own bullshit. I would just like caution about that is true, but she also benefits highly from believing her own bullshit. Well, and, she does. Oh, that's a good and point. That I, helps I, her believe her own bullshit. That's a good point. This is actually something that is a real present thing in a lot of the modern, like, new age, hyper-capitalist sort of culture, right? Especially, like, early 2000s, um, a lot of self-help that was, like, new agey had this thing of justifying everything as a service. She definitely, you can tell she's, like, been in that school of things where, like, every single thing... That is objectively a bad thing we're seeing her do. She's like, it has to be done because don't you see? And you're like, yeah, we, th there's a logic to it. It's just we need to agree that you are here on Earth for this mission <laughs> in order to, like, go along with this whole thing. Yeah, like, it's a both a version of, like, what spiritualist mediums did back in the 1800s where a lot of them did kind of, there's a confirmation bias that happens where you do a little like intuitive game and whatever and you start to be like, yeah, like whatever. And the, guess what? People, they want to believe. <laughs> you know who is People really, you're talking to, they want to believe. You know who is really good at that? I mean, I was listening to his biography of it, but Rasputin was really good at kind of that intuitive, like, you know, propheticness towards the... I, you know what? Now that you mention it, Teal Swan, kind of a Rasputin vibe. <laughs> like, get like, her... you know Rasputin famously had a giant dick? Yeah. Like, this woman is like a giant BD. dick Rasputin in a, like, smooth-skinned white woman's body. BDE energy. <laughs> e, ne like, nefarious BDE. Not benevolent BDE. Like Pete Davidson. Like, has. like, don't get her in the room with a world Malevolent leader. Malevolent BD. Like a world leader. Yeah. 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 Well, it, she does have, like, her, I'll call stable of soys, let's say, <laughs> of uh, dudes that she seemingly at one point might have slept with, but are just sort of hangers on now. Uh, oh yeah, how like is the sexual most, like, vibe? Loyal. I want to know the. I want to know this. Strangely, like, it's a strangely sexless kind of like. Well, that's yeah. Women led cults just become yeah. sexless cults. Yeah. So yeah, it's like uh, kind of like her main like second in command dude is like the guy she had like uh, who she formerly was married to before, but even after they stopped being married, they've always like lived together. And now he basically was running like all this shit. And sort of the plot of the documentary is him meeting somebody else who he tries to bring in who Teal does not react real great to. Uh, and uh, they leave. What? And like he brings in a girlfriend? Yeah. Mm. Uh, so he marries this woman, a oh. woman from Germany who mm. just connected over the spiritual concepts and everything, else, you know. So, uh, and I'm sure she was not happy with this. It would, I mean, just good on him for actually leaving with her and not, you know, because it definitely. Well, it, it's also very funny because in the middle of all of that, she was commissioning a report on yes. her organization. This report was to determine one, if Teal Swan uh, caused any suicides, and two, if Teal Swan was running a cult. <laughs> Within that, now, like, there's a whole nother, like, story about that that's funny. 
But within that, um, it was really funny because this is all going down and the person commissioned to write this independent report is talking to Teal Swan about different like markers of a cult. And one of them was restricting relationships of people (laughs) at the point where Teal Swan had independently thought up the brilliant idea after this whole thing went down to restrict relationships for her people and was like, wait, what? No, that that just makes sense. (laughs) Like, like, of course, I'd have to need to feel like some level of control over the people in my circle bringing somebody else in who could threaten me. Oh, who could Yeah, no, she literally it's famous. It's very funny, like Teal Swan typically reacts to any like pointing out of a thing that is cult-like by simply saying but that just is rational. I feel as though a lot of people remarked uh, upon watching this, even aside from cult things this is just a real fucked up dynamic and she is cruel to these people and is operating in a way where she commissioned the report herself she allowed these cameras into those rooms herself thinking they would vindicate her she has it's honestly like amazing like like I said, what? she is someone who is making BPD work for her. Yeah. Like, she is someone who is just taking this manic, absolutely unjustifiable in any material reality level of confidence and just making it work. And it's, like, frankly, kind of impressive. Yeah. Teal Swan, Reminds girl boss. <laughs> but, yeah, definitely there was a few people who had left whatever they call that community and uh, talked to the woman who was doing the report and, you know, frankly had stories of like real outright uh, right. Nexium level uh, I mean, kinds of. I mean, of, it's just like. Not sexy, but. Yeah, just it's brandy. just. It's like normally in these cases, like eventually, like people start to catch on and just be like, oh, this person's not cool. They're. They just kind of suck and are abusive to people. And like uh, then like everyone gets together and it's like, all right, fuck this dude. But in, in this case, it just hasn't happened. And she's like making money off of it. And Yeah. I do want to point out just from the like uh, the woo woo avenue of things. But I do want to say um, the kind of quote unquote work Teal Swan like recommends people do. There's like initial stages of it that like someone who has gone through some kind of trauma like would feel maybe some semblance of relief, resolution, clarity around it that would lead them to getting attached to someone like Teal Swan before the full breath of what she's doing is is clear yeah um and i always think that's an interesting aspect uh where well, like even her thing on like oh contemplate suicide like honestly it just kind of reminds me of someone doing a really like superficial camus thing not camus sart thing you know the idea of like you know, you don't say that you're unfree because of Le course life, you, life, yeah, you, you, oh, need to, we, you need to choose life. And the only way to choose life is to understand you could choose unlife. Yeah, you must uh, choose life because it is within your power to choose the nature of your existence. So uh, yeah, whether no. you go to school, like, little girl. <laughs> <laughs> little girl, come, come home with my wife. Love French existentialism, and then I get bummed out. When you find out that they're groomers. Well, you know, just, uh, God damn it. Anyway, people can say a smart thing and be bad. That's a lesson. That's how you don't get in falling for a cult. You can be like, oh, this individual thing that uh, I heard so-and-so say seemed good. Doesn't mean you have to halo effect them and, you know, go down a rabbit. I do feel like a lot of people do that because they don't have anything else. You know, nobody is offering any solutions that address material contributing factors to our collective suffering. So what do we have but... Our suffering. Pipe dreams of gambling out of it or the idea that through some sort of like commodified way of dealing with your trauma... (laughs) you will 
reach some other level, whether it's in a new agey, blah, 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 in the health biohacky sphere or in the like, Um, no, just like the idea that everything could be solved by just going to therapy. Well, therapy can be good, but it's not going to solve the material problems i was just gonna ask like what's her solution like okay so you have suicidal ideation you think about suicide because you had this traumatic thing you bring up that traumatic thing and then you do what you just worship her well you might do a thing where like uh you channel uh she's big on channeling you know uh if you go to like one of her like intimate retreats you might do a thing where you'll focus on a traumatic memory from your childhood and maybe I think in the documentary we had someone who felt guilty about their mother who had passed on something like this and then they had one of the inner circle members channel the energy of the dead person oh, yeah, to, that was funny. to work out the trauma. Mm. Yeah, that was, that was um, hilarious. So, I mean, like, look, when like, there's a lot of things you can do that will make you cry and focus on things that, that feel cathartic, right? I think that is what's happening. Like, like there's, it's a little play pretend. And, I mean, if you believe that, like, really, the energy is there and you could channel it, like I always do, everyone's every time someone dies here. <laughs> um, yep, the ghosts are here. Uh, the ghosts, like it gets. If it's possible, then it's always there. But that's it. Like she does, she just has a thing where she thinks because she is this person now who went through this intense, horrible trauma, which I again am. I am so sorry, casting aspersions about because it was. Uh, Implanted. Yeah, because it's, it's, quote unquote, like suppressed memories are not like, they're very popular with, in a new agey kind of realm. There's a very tempting, if, if people don't go down the rabbit hole of like, it's something within my health or whatever, like some secret gene or some uh, intolerance, they go down this other path. Right, right. So... You know, uh, the solution she's offering is based on just the story. Of and so you walk away from it feeling like you can meet the world. But the people who left her inner circle um, described more was that it involved a lot of just like essentially wallowing in their worst <laughs> <laughs> feelings. And like uh, if people who had serious mental illness, it did not. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, it, it exacerbated it. She encouraged a lot of reckless behavior. Yeah, no, I mean, it, it's sort of that thing where it's like a lot of religion, you know, exists in kind of this space of primitive, we don't have therapeutic sciences, but we're kind of making up therapy as we go along. And, you know, some of the shit works, some of it doesn't. Some stuff is counterintuitive, some stuff makes sense. But where it is, like, at a certain point, you're kind of just doing amateur therapy and you're fucking it up because you don't know what you're doing. Also, you think you're Jesus. Well, yeah, yeah, also that. I mean... That can't help. Thinking you're better than everyone else. Well, I mean, it's just tied... Look, I want to give a little insight into like there is this whole aspect of people in the world not just in the united states who are in this who are very vulnerable to all of these things that teal uh is it you know the satan like who you know there are people out there with all we know about how the satanic panic like happened and how it's this cautionary tale about like precisely not believing crazy bullshit (laughs) Uh, because it's exciting and hits on a sort of intangible fear that lots of people could be vulnerable to, you know? I kind of wish I'd lived through the 80s to live through the satanic panic. I am so fucking glad I never lived through the 80s. I I thank God for that every day. No, I'm saying it ironically. I just imagine, like, every, like, 
news for at eight o'clock is like, well, it looks like Jimmy down at the hardware store was struck with a satanic uh, dwelling or, you know, in the astral plane. And I just wanted like, I just want a world of, uh, of people f- afraid of Satan. It's always infuriated me when people are like, no, man. Like, even when I was younger and, and like, other children would say things about, like, satanic things or, like, you know what I mean? Like, there would be people who would be, like, afraid of Marilyn Manson, right? And I was like, I was like, that's not the reason you should be, like, fucking whatever or, about or, Marilyn Manson. Or, that, or the, remember that dude's tweet, the Airbnb? Oh, that was so funny because the weird spooky language on the wall was Greek. <laughs> um, yeah, no, where he, it was somebody went to an Airbnb and there was just some stuff there that he perceived as being like satanic or like I mean, they, were, they, they were like pentagrams and little ghost, goat statues and shit, but like... Also, I mean, they were tchotchkes that you could buy. (laughs) When I was married to my ex-husband, some people in his family are uh, what I describe as very Jesus-y, who some of them did have this conception of literal witchcraft and calling the devil and like, oh, you want to be careful around X. Like the idea that you could accidentally get into a song or a piece of like, secular whatever and it would accidentally like introduce you into a whole world of demonic whatever it's like people being weird about christians doing yoga and like this whole weird thing where like which ironically on like a complete nerd level yeah the way you do ritual magic is through like doing things like chanting and (laughs) whatever uh guess what that's what you do in the church um like all these things are based on uh the same weird shit that humans as a species have just done on some level if these things worked how people afraid of them think they worked i mean wouldn't you just have some really fucking success. That's why everyone has to be in a demonic Illuminati who's successful. And it's not like somebody who's demonic is so successful, obviously, because it's bullshit. But yeah, people are very vulnerable to this idea in a myriad of forms and forms that seem not as cuckoo and out there as uh, the fun things I'm describing, which people also earnestly believe happen and are possible. And um, look, I'll say this. There have been people who think that they are participating in ritual witchcraft or magic or whatever who have done bad cruel things in in that that's the thing that has happened (laughs) too yeah but even even then it's usually not like stealing cats it's usually just someone else in the group gets raped or sexually yeah, harassed. Yeah, it's usually a sex thing. Yeah, like, it's usually just uh, some dude is abusing his power in an insular group, mm-hmm. and the rest of the group protects him against the people he's victimized. That's usually what Satanists do that's bad, if we really yeah. want to get down to yeah. it. Um, like, yeah, if you want to talk about, like, evil pagan shit, yeah, it's, like, it's... I just, like, if you if you know the amount of earnest magic doers that I do, look, things would be going a lot better for all of them if, <laughs> if that shit worked. Uh, yeah, no, like, the, the, wor- the worst magic doers are just dudes who call themselves shamans and, like, use drugs to take advantage of women. Those are the bad people in that community. It's all sort of much more mundane than any anybody who wants to get into it. But, um, yeah. Also, I just got to go back to Teal Swan accused a family member of sewing her up inside a corpse. <laughs> and it's like, where? Whose corpse? How long were you in there? Right. All of these, it just sounds like a thing a child would make up that, like, seems like something that could have happened in a dream once you know about, like, scary right. things and... <laughs> whatever, but, um, and maybe could be brought up as a, you could have suppressed memories of your dreams. They didn't happen. 
Yeah, I guess, yeah. That happens to kids sometimes, actually. They'll have a dream. They are not conceptualizing as a dream, and they'll be like, oh, mom, this happened. But it'll just... Right. But people get yeah, all like... Yeah, no, I mean, I, even re- I, re- I remember that from when I was, like, five years old. I had, like, this... I had this nightmare specifically that the bad guy from uh, Pink Panther was uh, after me. Uh, the cartoon, not the movie. Yeah, and so, like, I was downstairs freaked out, and, like, it, it took a while for my parents to conceptually get through my head that the bad guy from the Pink Panther is not still in my room, uh, and, in fact, never was. Those kids are stupid. Yeah, because like like when you're a kid and you're like, I don't fully know what is real, real and what isn't. Right. Shit's going every um, which way. Like you you know, that's you why know, that's why it's sense. so creepy to give children the like creepiest versions of religion because it's like what do you they, they, yeah. It's only bad talking about demons and devils. Look, as I've established as a child, I my parents are not like oh my God, blah, blah, blah. But other adults instilled in me the idea that demons were super real in a way that in the back of my mind, I was like, maybe (laughs) for way too long. So if you're out there debating whether uh, these kinds of uh, supernatural fears, uh, just uh, err on the side of it's bullshit, you know, because what are the chances? (laughs) Yeah. You know? Just like uh, if you really believed in like you got to do all these things to like get into heaven, well, and like also believe that you could like make a deal with Jesus at the last minute. <laughs> There's actually an episode of Star Trek Voyager that was meant to be a take on the satanic panic, but it ended up just sort of seeming like it was saying that women be lying about rape. <laughs> oh God! I, I can show you the episode. It's uh, it's pretty funny. Oh. Oh, my God. When I first watched it, I'm like, he's just saying, like, bitches be lying. And and then I realized, oh, this is satanic panic. That's what they were actually trying to go for. But they ended up botching it because they used fucking Seven of Nine, the hot one, uh, as their victim with the false memories. And it just came off as uh, bitches be lying. (laughs) Well. Anyway. We started with the fall. It ended with a fall. Has she fallen out of grace? Uh, I, she's not like... No, yeah, it seems like she, she still has Legally, a- she hasn't... They can't get her on anything. So she's not, as it goes, uh, she's a woman, so she is better at being a cult leader than men. <laughs> In that, uh, even as she's been uh, somewhat exposed here with this documentary, there is no uh, uh, immediate threat to her... Right. Freedom. Or like, you know. Uh, the worst thing that is going to happen is people fall away from, I don't know. But it seems like she's got... Yeah, it seems like she's doing well. I will say, like, if it, it's one of the most clearly... Uh, the person this Wikipedia article is about wrote this Wikipedia article that I have ever fucking seen um but it's not over the top it's just scrubbed of anything bad yeah so uh documentary is good uh there is a podcast that was about her that has a really great episode that goes pretty uh in depth about the suppressed memories and and now satanic panic lady and um and all of that uh who Bitch, you're despicable. Um, she probably believes her own bullshit too. It's like that's what bothers me. <laughs> well, you know who else believes their own bullshit? The capitalists. <laughs> anyway. That's right. That was, that's right. They're getting right. choked out. <laughs> All, right. <laughs> All right. Goodbye. Bye. Thirteen cultists. Held a secret meeting Bringing powers of a darkness Upon those who oppose them The chief of the circle Known as Machias Drank the blood of a young baby Offered unto him They danced ecstatically They orchid frantically The demon had arisen From the circle on the floor The chanting was much louder and more piercing than before.
darkness, seven are they. Seven, they are seven. Seven, they are. 